Lords of Loud, the Summer Series. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. This is another Summer Series episode as we take a break from our regular programming, which will be returning in, uh, in, in a few weeks. On tonight's episode, you've just got me, Lord Ben. So this is something that might turn into a little series called Tragic Tales of Life. And here I'm going to explore some of the musicians who have been lost uh, to the record books, so to speak, uh, through some tragedy in their life. Uh, and yes, yeah, so we're going to be digging out some lost tales, basically, of uh, some incredible artists who could have been anything, but for whatever reason, personal lives, struggles with drugs, etc. Um, you know, just never, never got to that level. So tonight is the epitome of all of that. Uh, we're talking about Judy Sill. So Judy was a part of the Laurel Canyon scene in California uh, during the 60s, uh, during sort of the late 60s, early 70s, through through the 70s. Um, she was a folk singer in the Joni Mitchell style, uh, probably with a more of a religious bent to her music. Uh, but beautiful, beautiful songwriter, incredibly complex chord structures, just like Joni Mitchell. Beautiful lyrics and songs from uh, that were drawn particularly from the troubled life that she had uh, around in her early life, but also around the time she was, she was writing the songs as well. She was actually the first artist signed to David Geffen's um, Asylum Records. So that's, that's the sort of status she had at the time. But, you know, you look in the books now and there's just no mention of her really. So we're going to be delving into her work a little bit tonight. Uh, this is just going to be a short episode. I'm hoping to keep these ones relatively short, uh, but it's just a little little idea of um, you know to, to give us a little story behind some of these artists who have been lost to uh, lost to time, so to speak. I've been looking for someone who sells truth by the pound. Then I saw the dealer and his friend arrive, but their gifts looked grim. I'm tired of hanging on, waiting for a showdown Don't you see I gotta write him up as a pearl just around the bend Beautiful pearl of when will you reappear Mysteries unfurl and become so clear When I feel you near I found a way outside myself to make my spirit Shinning on up on my rope was made of wind I appreciate the words, but I won't be there at showtime Don't you see, I gotta ride him out Cause the pearl just around the bend Beautiful pearl of wind, will you reappear? Mysteries unfurl and become so clear When I feel you so Judy was born in 1944 in Oakland, California. Um, she learned to play piano in Oakland in, in a bar that was owned by her father, uh, who happened to be an exotic animal importer for the film industry. He died uh, shortly after, or when she was very young, should I say, um, which made her, which, which her mother then. Uh, moved in with a with a stepfather at the time, uh, which led to a very troubled sort of childhood for her, 
and uh, you know the, she'd fight amongst with her parent, with her uh, mother and stepfather a lot, and eventually it led her to sort of um, leave home and, and sort of fall in with this gang of um, sort of other troubled teens that were sort of in the area at the time, and then her along with another uh, guy that she'd met at that time actually went on to do a series of armed robberies of liquor stores and, and sort of uh, convenience stores and that around the area to support their you know their, their drug habit by which she developed um, mainly LSD and, and you know those sorts of things which would as we'll find out lead to deeper darker things down the track um, but as part of those robberies she was actually arrested uh, and forced to go to reform school um, and it was there that she she uh, took on the role as the church organist in, in reform school. Um, that obviously introduced her to gospel music and religious music, and, and that sort of played into later on her own writing would, would include a lot of those sort of um, themes, of, of religious themes of rapture and sort of rebirth and, and different things that would keep popping, popping up in her, in her songs later on. Shortly after that, her mother died, and she ended up actually moving in with her drug dealer, which probably wasn't the greatest choice, uh, and it was all pretty much downhill from there. She also joined a jazz trio around that time. She then went on to marry um, Bob Harris, who was a pianist at the time, and they lived in Las Vegas for a period, and this is where they both developed a serious heroin addiction which led her to actually turn to prostitution to fund that habit. Uh, they also together ran some, some sort of scams and forgeries and, and different things, which uh, ended up getting them both arrested uh, and she was back in jail. Across the last frontier, there are strangers strive solitary. Blessed is the lonesome pioneer. Roll on, roll on, roll on. Night birds are flying. Come on, the light. 
still surveying the miles yet to run on a lonely, lonely road to King Gong. It was when she got out of jail this time that she decided to really focus on the music and to become a composer and, and a, a performer. So during this period, she uh, toured actually with Graham Nash and, and David Crosby, who obviously were also part of that Laurel Canyon scene. So they were all sort of hanging out together. Um, she also um, she also had a relationship actually with J.D. Southler, who we've talked about on the show before. He was a song co-songwriter with of the Eagles, a lot of the Eagles classic hits, and sort of again was just he had his own career, but he was also hanging out in that that Laurel Canyon sort of group. Um, with the Eagles and Linda Ronstadt and, and you know, a bunch of other people who all of those names you'll probably know went on to sign with Asylum Records and release music on Asylum as well. Uh, but she had a relationship with him at the time. Uh, but the tour, her touring as an opening act for Graham Nash and, and David Crosby, actually, I guess that and some of the other stuff she was doing got her enough attention that she actually was able to be the first artist signed by Geffen. So he... He was starting Asylum Records, and, and she was the first artist. He signed her to a two-record deal at the time, and uh, yeah, that's what really kicked off kicked off the uh, the music career for her. And funnily enough, she uh, sold one of her songs, "Ladyo," to the Turtles. And uh, Harris, her partner, was actually um, involved with the Turtles, and actually uh, worked on her first album as well. I've been trying hard to keep from needing you But from the start my heart just broke and flowed I've seen where it goes Still somehow my love for you grows Lady So on my heels And interestingly enough, it was actually um, Graham Nash who produced her first single. Uh, the single was Jesus Was a Crossmaker, which, you know, incredibly uh, beautiful song, uh, which we'll hear in a minute. But uh, I guess somewhat ironically, it was also recorded by Graham Nash's old band, The Hollies, on their Romany uh, record. Sweet Sweet silver angels 
She sort of complained over a period that Geffen really wasn't doing the right kind of promotion for her music. She wasn't really, even though the albums were sort of critically well received, they just weren't hitting the mark commercially, uh, they weren't selling. And at, at one of her concerts actually in Europe, she made some comment to Geffen about, uh, oh, sorry, about Geffen to the crowd and which got back to him and he essentially sacked her from Asylum Records after that. Um, some some say that it was her actually outing him as a homosexual at the time, which was, you know, still quite forbidden, so to speak. So her outing him was enough for him to, uh, yeah, essentially sack her from the record label. So she just managed to release the three albums, her first self-titled album, Judy Sill. Uh, the second album was um, Heart Food. And then after her death, uh, they released a collection of, of the songs that she demoed for the new album and some other sort of rarities and things like that called Dreams Come True. And after a really bad car accident, um, actually in J.D. South's car that he'd lent her, um, she was left badly injured and, and in sort of chronic pain for the rest of her life. And uh, apart from the other drug addictions she had, she became addicted to sort of codeine and, and some painkillers and things like that as well. 
she dropped out of the music industry and became essentially an obscurity to the point where a lot of her friends after her death in 1979 didn't even realize uh, she died and in fact there was an article in i think the washington post which mentioned that there wasn't even an obituary in any of the papers when she died there's still some conjecture over her death uh, the official record says suicide uh, she certainly died of an overdose but uh, all her close friends and the people who were close to her at the time say that she was her life was actually just recorded a bunch of music for her third album and um you know that, that she was trying to get her life back together she was sort of more on an upswing and so they sort of refute the idea that she'd committed suicide and that they they feel it was an accidental overdose but uh either way just such a tragic life for a woman who was involved in everything from armed robbery to prostitution um and still managed to write some of the most beautiful songs of all time and so we'll leave you with this song um and this is this song's called the kiss and it's actually a song that uh andy partridge from ecstasy has called the most beautiful song ever written so it's a pretty big call uh and it is a beautiful song but uh you be the judge Still
So I'd encourage anyone to get onto Spotify or, or YouTube and, and check out some of Judy's music. Some incredible, if you if you like that sort of uh, um, Laurel Kenyon sound, the Joni Mitchell type of vibe, you really enjoy some of the honesty and the beauty in her songs. So get on there, do yourself a favour and check out some Judy Sill. And we'll catch you next time on the Lords of Land. Lords of Loud, the Summer Series. You've been listening to Lords of Loud, the Summer Series. Don't forget to check us out online, lordsofloud.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram.